Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So. In case you ain't know So, and welcome back to another dope episode of Sports with So So. Coming to you live, y'all. This week we got a special guest in the building. We're at Empire Boutique with Andy Borregales, kicker for the UN football team, and we're about to talk some UN football. It's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go. Live, we live, we live. All right, if you haven't noticed by now, we're at Empire Boutique. Shout out to Frisco, shout out to Steve uh, for letting us do this here. Um, this is like our second home, I would say, right? We've done so many of these type of interviews here. Oh, yeah, this is a, a landmark staple for us at Sports with Soso. As- absolutely. And today is a definite uh, a historic moment for Sports with Soso. We got Andy Borregales right here, kicker for the UN football team. Andy, thanks for joining us, brother. I'm excited to be here. Keeping up with you for. Probably a year now. I'm not gonna lie. Right, right. Not lie. <laughs> working my way, working my way, you know, into the team that I love to root for, man. And um, bro, it's always exciting to connect with guys who are on the field, actually putting in the work on and off the field, man. Because I see you at practice drilling all the time. I'm like, I don't know how this guy's calves aren't on fire. And it's just, uh, it's cool to have you on here, man. And we really appreciate you doing this for us, brother. Yes, sir. I mean, I've always you've been in touch for. I don't know how long we've all been trying to just come in here. So yeah, right? we've been, been trying to do this for a while. So I'm yeah, glad we've been exactly. to do it off season, right? You're yeah. not as busy right now. Caught you had a good time. Mm-hmm. So thank you again, man. Exactly. How's everything, man? How are you? How you feeling? I mean, doing good. A little, a little sore, you know. It's yeah. off season, but uh, still working through it, kicking through it, you know. So. That's awesome, man. And I'm sure you guys are getting a ramp up for the season. Um, like you said, uh, starts in September. I think you guys start, right? September 1st? I think so. Yeah. September 1st, September first game. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about your background, Andy, bro. Uh, I know you're Venezuelan, po- born and raised, right? Yep. Proud, proud. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me a little bit about your journey here and your family because you come from a lineage of athletes and not only UM athletes, guys who are really being known in their sports for their you know, normal activities, their best ability as, uh, as an athlete. Talk to me a little bit about that journey, brother. Um, you know, so my parents obviously immigrated here from Venezuela. Uh, I was about to turn two, so pretty much raised over there a little bit, raised right. here, raised in Miami. Um, but once we got here, me and my brother kind of just got into football. And he started off because he wanted to wear a helmet. Me being the little brother, I always wanted to do the, whatever the big brother did. And then just his team needed a kicker. Again, same situation. I wanted to be a kicker too. And then now here we are. And he's trying to get back in the NFL. And I'm here at UM. Yeah, man. And you're doing great things here, bro. And I and kind of following his path, right, that he set yeah. um, as, as an amazing kicker here for the Hurricanes. And now you're kind of like one-upping him every day that goes <laughs> by, right? Because you're coming for all his records. You're coming mm-hmm. for all the UM titles that he has. And uh, that's got to be exciting to have that bro- brotherly rivalry like that, man. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I'm always trying to, to one-up in, in, in every aspect. Cause that's that's just, just what we do. That's how it goes. Um, so I, you know, he he has me up on the Luke Groza. So that's that's what we're, we're working towards this year. And obviously, being first team All American, getting his yeah, name man. up there. Like one of, one of my personal goals is just getting my name up there next to his. Cause awesome. that would that would be amazing. Cause we wore well, we both wear the same number, right? And then we'll both have same last name up there. 
Yeah, man, and it, it would be amazing, you know, I'm sure for your family and for you guys personally, mm-hmm. you know, to see that achievement of, like, having both of these siblings up there and have their own historic careers individually, you know what I mean? So it's not like a, oh, this guy's riding, this guy's coattails, or trying to do everything like him. Let's talk a little bit about this season, man. Um, you know, last year you guys had an up-and-down season, right? There were good times, there were bad times. You personally were one of the standout players on offense with your kicking abilities, you know? Uh, there's not too many guys in college right now that are kicking it from as far as you can kick it, brother. And I saw you put up that 58-yarder, which lets me know you got about six more yards there to go with in case you ever had to get crazy. But what are your expectations, not only as a kicker, but for the team in general for this upcoming season? Uh, this upcoming season, I mean, I always strive to be perfect. So I'm, I'm striving to, to just be perfect this whole year. PATs, field goals, uh, kickoff percentage, even if awesome, like, we're doing like a sky kick or something like that, mm-hmm. something different. Um, that's my personal goal. Team goal is just, honestly, just win a natty. Nice. And that's, that's always been our goal. And obviously there's been some bumps, but I, I think we can do it this year. Absolutely, bro. There's enough talent, right? We were talking earlier with um, Vic. Shout out to Vic um, about how this team has really transformed under Crystal Ball, right? Now you've been under your second coach in your career here as a UM athlete. Uh, how has that been? You know, seeing the different styles, not to ask you like which one you prefer, but like for you personally, how do you think each one brought something to the program? Um, I feel like just... Just learning from just three different coaches, like like for example, like offensive coordinators, right? Um, like for the team in general, um, it's just it's a good thing because it's like let's say you you get to the NFL, you you might not be for in one team only for a, a long amount of time, so you have to learn how to adapt into into that environment and adapt to a new coach like as fast as possible, so you could keep growing and keep performing at your best, like the best you can. For sure. Um, so, I, I mean, me personally, I don't really get affected by it that much okay. uh, since I don't have to learn, like, any offensive plays and stuff right. like that. But as a kicker, you still have to gain that trust from your offense coordinator and your head coach and even your defense coordinator. Because right. it's like you, everyone on the team, everyone on the coaching staff has to trust you no matter what that you'll make that kick, if, if even if it's to win the game or – just to go up by right. even more. So They say that the kicker position is the second most, um, you know, stressful position because you guys carry all that weight of the expectancy, right, to make the kick. Um, the first being the quarterback because obviously they're handling the ball every play. For you, how do you deal with that type of mental battle right where you got to kind of block out every kick that you have made previously whether it's been successful or not um whether the stakes are high or not because you've been you know on both sides of the coin right you've hit some big field goals to put the canes up right you tied that game that we eventually won last year in overtime uh and i and i you out and i was like yo my man andy killed it because (laughs) without him and you're i think you hit four or five field goals that day i went four for four you know if you don't hit those field goals we lose that game, right? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that mental battle, like I said? You know, because you've missed big kicks as well, like the one last year uh, or previous freshman year. year yeah. yeah, freshman year from VA, right? Mm-hmm. That just stung a little bit, yep, but you got to did. learn from that. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Um, going back to the, the second most stressful, I think we were the most stressful. Oof. Um, Preach, brother. Go ahead, dog. To, to elaborate on that, I mean, like, for example, like as a quarterback, like, yeah, you— 
I'll give it to him. You, that's that's a hard position, right? But you have multiple chances. As a kicker, you might only get one kick in one game. If you make it, they love you. Miss it, they hate you. That's a so, very good point, bro. Um, that that's that's We're definitely going to have to change the narrative you know, for that, that. That's that's from a kicker's perspective. Obviously, I'm a little biased. Nah, <laughs> I, can, I can see that though. You know, you get more reps as a quarterback. You're in the game. You catch a rhythm. You know what I mean. You you, mm-hmm. you do it more often. Yeah. The more often you do it, the better you're going to be. Whereas you guys, yeah, you're going to be able to kick, but that moment where you're on the field mm-hmm. and you're actually trying to get that ball to go through those uprights. That's completely different than you on the sideline doing kicks and warming up and all that. Like, you know, that, nothing compares to that. So I totally understand that because I used to be from that school of thought. All right? mm-hmm. I used to be from the school of thought of, hey, bro, you know, when you see kickers on TV and they miss it, you had one job, right? That was the school yep. of thought. Mm-hmm. But I came around thanks to a gentleman named Pat McAfee. I'm a big fan of Pat Let's McAfee go. for yeah. the brand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love his podcast, love his team, love everything that guy's doing. And, and he obviously he's big on kickers and punters and for sure. shows the highlights and stuff like that. So now mm-hmm. like I get giddy whenever I see like a dope punt, you know what I mean, or a good kick or something like that. I'm like, I understand now that that's a lot harder than we make it out to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely come around on that school of thought. I'm no longer, <laughs> you know, do your job, kicker. And I know it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And, and kind of like what both of you guys are saying, where now we're seeing kickers and punters, right, special team guys get a lot more recognition, not only from the NFL and their peers and whatnot, but now the movement is towards you know, kickers getting drafted, punters mm-hmm. getting drafted, right, a lot earlier than just the last pick in, in the seventh round. Um Let's let's flip it back a little bit to to what your goals are, right, for this year. We were talking earlier before we started recording, and you had mentioned that you just came from a, a mental coaching session, right, or something yeah, like we, that. Yeah, we call them mindset. Mindset, you know. And I was at a, a recent event uh, with Alex Ingold, who was preaching having a certain level of mindset in order to be a professional. You, as a semi-professional, right? How does that make you feel dealing with the mindset of not only being an athlete but also being a student and having to keep up your grades to be on the team and still try to graduate with a with a, um, a degree and whatnot? You know, mm-hmm. talk to me about that kind of approach that you have as a UM athlete. Um, I mean, shout out to Coach Feld. I mean, he he started the whole the whole mindset meetings and stuff, and and I honestly feel it's very very helpful for the team. Because it, it helps us all stay stay neutral. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we, we talk about, just neutral thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get too high, don't get too low, and just, like, go to the facts. Because you can't, if it's facts, that's it. Like, you can't change it. Right. Uh, you you got to do what you got to do. Um, but, and, like, like those meetings help me, like, personally um, on the field. Because it's just, like, I got to, like, no matter what, if I make it or I miss it, like, I might have another chance. So I just be like, okay, if I made it, good. If I miss it, all right, figure out what I did wrong, fix it, and go right back at it again. And off the field, it, it, it even helps us, like, just in class. Like, let's say you get a, a bad grade on a, on a test or something. Like, now you can, like, you can talk to the professor and, like, just get extra tutoring and just stay a little bit longer after class just to actually learn the, the material and stuff, so... Yeah, so it, it, it sounds like some stoicism almost. Like you, right. know, you only have control over what you have control yep. over. So mm-hmm. focus on the things you have control over, and don't worry about the other noise. Yep. And I felt that when you walked in, man. I mean, we just met for the first time today, and you got a very cool, calm, poised demeanor about you. So I don't know if that mindset class is working or if it's just <laughs> it's you. Definitely but, working, dog. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely working, man. Because, uh, like I said, your success as a Hurricanes kicker, which is a hard job to do, right? Especially when the team has to rely on you 
more often than not, right? Um, we mentioned that game earlier where you went four for four. Just just being a UM athlete, I feel like it always carries a certain type of weight, you know. And you mentioned the natty earlier. Um, and, and shout out to Coach Feldman, you know, because he has a crazy mustache, and now <laughs> you got a crazy mustache. I don't know if he has a name for your for his. Maybe you have a name for yours because now your mustache has his own Twitter account, dog. Like, what's yeah, up with that's, that? that? That's been since freshman year. I mean, I, I like people have asked me like, oh, like you don't run it though, right? Nope. All right, I, cool. So I, he clarified the rumors. Yeah, I, I do not run that account. It's not a burner? No, at all. <laughs> but uh, that would be a great idea for a burner, though, dog, right? Yeah, like, yo, really, I'm going to blame all my mustache. It would, it would, but I feel like you could kind of tell it's not me because they're, like, tweeting, like, during the game. So right. Like, yeah. Your teammates give you shit for it? Some of them. Like, <laughs> some of them have found it, and they're like, dude, what is this? Um, but, but yeah, for the most part, I know they, they DM me. I know, I know it's a couple people. They're like, they're like we. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's, it's right. not just one so person. It's a group. It's, yeah, a group. it's a group. Look at that, man. A, a living group, man, dedicated yeah. to the mustache. <laughs> and couldn't, I like couldn't hold back the laughter when I heard about that, bro. Yeah, not me either. I mean, when I first found out about it, um, like I kind of wanted to know who it was, but at the same time, I was like, kind of want to keep it mysterious. Right. I'll just, you I'll like, find out after college. You, you like know? that little element of mystery. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Um, damn, bro, I'm, I'm excited for this football season, man, because, mm-hmm. you know, we were chopping it up earlier, and, and we, we know that this team is heading in a good direction. I want to ask you specifically about one player, um, because you've been a roommate to a quarterback, so you kind of know what their mental mindset is, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they lose, win, lose, competing. How is it different from a guy like uh, Jake Garcia, who you were roommate with, to now having a fully released Full, healthy Tyler Van Dyke. You know, like, what has the difference been in the locker room when when Tyler's at the helm? Um, I feel like Tyler has always been a, a leader. I, I look at him as a leader. I mean, like, whatever he says, like, that's, that's, that's QB of the team. I mean, right. that's, like, that's the guy. Um, but he, he, he does, like, lead us, and, like, and I hope he does, to just in the right direction. And I, I really do believe he will. And because he, he has gotten a lot more serious and oh, he's always been serious, but it, there's like, he it's like he, he flipped an, a, a switch again. Mm. So it, it's just a it's a different level of intensity. Got it. And um, I, I was wondering what that level of intensity was going to be. Right. Because we know what type of coach Mario Cristobal wants to be. Right. Or is right. We mm-hmm. from his days in Oregon and as an assistant coach down here um, at FIU. For you, what does Cristobal, his offensive coordinators, um, you know, your kicking coach, what do they bring to the table that you look at and you're like, yo, this is going to help me get to the next level where I ultimately want to be, not only as a champion, but like a guy who's getting drafted pretty early, more than, like, than what we've historically seen in the seventh round or whatever? Um, honestly, it's just mindset, the mentality. Mm. Um, it, like, naturally, you just have to switch like turn it up a notch once you get to nfl because they say it's it's like what the one percent goes d1 right now it's the one percent of the one percent goes to the nfl yeah so it's like you're you're playing uh, you're playing against the best of the best of the best best. (laughs) so yeah it only gets harder from here it doesn't get easier yeah exactly so it's like and it's like all you really have to focus on in the nfl is is football so you have no excuse to like maybe in college like oh i had class i had to I had this right. exam like once you get to nfl like you like 
That's your job. That's your job. Like, you don't want to lose your job, so you better go 110% every single Facts. day. So, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're good. You, oh, all right. So, <laughs> one thing that you just mentioned right now in regards to that, just obviously the odds are stacked against you if we're being realistic. Yep. You know, for you to make it to the NFL, you, you have to go through a lot. <clears throat> you're in school. You got a great opportunity. You're one of the best schools in the country. What are you studying right now? Uh, right now, I'm studying sociology and then minoring nice. in sports administration. Fire. So, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm rooting for you and I want the best for you. But let's say you, football doesn't end up working out. Mm-hmm. What's your, what, what would you like to do with your, you know, your time? Um, I've, I've gotten a couple ideas. Um, I'm also really big into cars. So, I kind of want to be in, like, the world of, like, cars, too. Um, so, I was thinking of just doing, like, an exotic car rental and just making it big, doing it around the the U.S. and then getting a couple uh, dealerships and stuff. So okay. going into like the business, business man, a little too. entrepreneurial. Yeah. So going into those those aspects, and then obviously on the side, just private kicking lessons. Yeah. I, I always want to keep that in my back pocket, and you never know. There's a market for everything. You never know, man. Exactly. Hell yeah. You start I mean, to start to set up your own camps and stuff like that. Yep. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. always the idea. But no, that's good, man. You always gotta you got always gotta have that. You know, you mm-hmm. always gotta have a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. Yep. You know. And not only that, like what you alluded to earlier, have the mindset to go through each of those yeah. plans, right? Because mm-hmm. life is life, and it's gonna happen. Yep. You know, and you want to be prepared and have the and have the ability to have that right mindset in mm-hmm. order to go through any of those things, man. So yeah, that's a great question, Joel. Yeah. Yeah, is there, are, are you a fan of any kickers right now active in the NFL? Yeah, like, who's guys your that guy? You emulate, like, see their game. And, like, when, you, I kinda... when you're in the fantasy chat and you're like, you know, they tell you you got the 12th pick or whatever, yeah. and you're like, all right, who am I drafting as my kicker in the eighth round? Forget all these fools. This guy doesn't yeah. even play see, fantasy, bro. Hey, crazy. A, he as a, for that. Look, as a kicker, we, like, us, like, the, the specialist room, we obviously, we do our little fantasy fantasy league. Oh, y'all do? Yeah, you okay. see? I knew it. Um, <laughs> I knew it. And, and the ironic part is my first pick is always a kicker. I people No matter what. It, I'd, I'd rather have a good kicker and be set. Yeah. So I'm, I'm picking Justin Tucker or Harrison Bucker. Yo, no what. <laughs> that's a free tip for my man Andy right here. <laughs> Go after those two guys as early as possible. All right, but hold on. If you had to pick one. Who are you picking? Um, I mean, because I, I, I try to emulate my my kicking like to both of them because um, they're both very successful. Yeah. But my field goals a little more towards Justin Tucker, my kickoffs more towards Harrison Bucker. Mm-hmm. Um, but my field goals have like a mixture of both that I've noticed. Cause I've, like I've watched their film and then watched like my follow through or, or my my approach to the ball. Um, so I've, I've kind of, like, figured it out. Even with my brother, like, we, we were both looking at it. Um, and I do have, like, a mixture of both. That's good, man. So I've kind of just always looked up to them and obviously looking up to my brother as well. Tucker's a bad man. Tucker's That's the both man. worlds I mean, right there. Too, but I, I'm a big Tucker fan. Yep. Uh, like, that, dude, that dude's got... Big ones, Big ones yeah. bro. And, it's, and, and that's, that's a guy who's always calm before a big kick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I yeah. think that you have some... Now that you mention it, it's like, yeah, your shoulder shrug when you do that, I feel mm-hmm. like that's your reset button to be like, all right, now we're in full goal mode. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so during the season, I actually wear uh, like this little band on my arm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if like you can really see it on TV, but um, it's called Tiger Tech. Um, and it's like, it's like something we have like for the team Ooh. and stuff. Um, and what does it measure? And so it measures like heart rate um, and some other stuff too. But I, I mainly pay attention to like the heart rate because that's mm. that's what they measure for me like during game. 
because I'm the only nice. one that wears it in games. So they wanted a, I was like their little lab rat. I don't really, <laughs> I, I kind of volunteered to it too because yeah, I, I wanted cool. to, to, to see like how Yeah, how I'd, be, I'd be curious. So for you, I'd Hell be curious, yeah. what is your resting heart rate when you're on the sideline not about to kick versus when you're about to kick? Uh, when I'm on the sideline, it's around like 115, 120. So okay. it's already like. It's up there. It's you're global, pumping because but, the crowd but, is going, you're not, in the game. Even, even like on the way to the stadium. It's already, it's already up it's there. Already yeah, you got game day. 120, and I'm. I feel calmer than if I was like just chilling at home. Sure. Oof. So, and then like just even when I'm about to kick, it'll spike a little bit, and then it'll just go right back down, nice. right back down to just, and it'll just stay steady. 115, 120. That's good. And that's awesome. Once like it's after I kick, that's when like if it goes in and I it do goes a little up. celebration, <laughs> it'll go up a little bit, and then it'll just go right back yeah. down. So that that that's and like I've noticed like all of my make like my kicks made all follow a, a, a pattern and it's all very similar and so I missed three kicks last year. Those three kicks were like they so all my kicks made a line like they're all very close to each other. The only ones I missed were off that line. Mm. So that helped helped me realize like okay like this is what I need to stay on right and this is my routine. So that that honestly helped me just stick to a routine a lot better because now I could actually see it and not just like, okay, like, oh, this is what I feel. Like, no, I, I'm actually seeing the result of what I did. So that's where the so, some of the shoulder shrug comes into play, right? Where you're, that's like mm -hmm. um, you're kind of setting your tempo, right? You're relaxing, you're getting your breath in, and then you're just focusing on the task at hand, which is let's make this kick. You know what I mean? Yeah, Obviously, I, mean, it's, it, I say it like that, but it's way more complicated yeah. than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, the shoulder shrug actually came, like, since before that. I mean, really? it, it was mainly just to keep my chest up because sometimes I would, like, crunch mm -hmm. and I wouldn't get much height. So that's mainly just to keep my chest up. And then now it's just, like, me and my brother's thing. Yeah, man. We both do it. So That's awesome, bro. I'm going to have to start doing that when I tee off. It's going to be my new thing. chest up? Yeah, just make sure I got my chest out, dog. Put my so chest up right now. As a matter of fact, dog. Come back and can't move it from there. Just so I get my, you know, and then I get my turn around, dog. That's a good little piece I'm going to take. I like that. Absolutely, man. That's Yo, that's, again, good insight that... People who watch the game of football, right, don't normally get a chance to yeah. really know mm -hmm. about and pay attention to, you know. So now when I'm in the sideline, not sidelines, hopefully soon, but when I'm in the stadium watching the game, I'll be like, let me check where my, my guy Andy's heart rate is going to be at because yeah. my shit is pumping <laughs> for you, dog. So, yeah. I mean, speaking of that, what what's your personal, I mean, you talk about a, a routine for a kick or, you know, a play. Mm -hmm. What's your game day routine look like? Yeah. Um. So... On the way, like to the stadium from the hotel, I'll usually just blast music, and then if I usually, so it's like if if I remember one specific song, like let's say like the game before, and I did really good that game, I'm very superstitious, mm. so I'll just listen to that song and repeat just the whole way till I get to the stadium, and once like I get in, just get immediately dressed because everyone else is like, oh, they're listening to music. I'm like, I gotta go out there and warm up, right? So I'm. Put my tights on, put my pants on, everything. So you're uh, normally the first on the field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everyone else is usually out there in like sweats, like just their cleats and stuff. I'm already out there like full, but like from the waist down, I'm already ready for the game. Um, so I just go out there, just get warmed up, and then get a couple live kicks, and then honestly just just chill for a little bit, just wait for everyone to come out, and then kick a couple to the returners, and then after that. Back to just sitting, just because I can't overkick. No, I, I, yeah. I gotta like control 
uh, or like watch my reps. Right. And then once I do that, just go back in, just put my pads on, come out, do. We have a like I guess like the script. Um, so we do a PAT, and then we we do hash hash left middle right middle hash hash, and then a fifty six yarder. And we do that every single game. And then if I really do feel good, I might even back it up to sixty, just in case. Yeah. Just, just in case. And then I was got it in the bag. I'm telling you, dog. You just then, don't want to say it. I get you, dog. We're not going to say it, but <laughs> you got it in the bag. And then we'll, we'll pretty much just mimic that just on the other side so I get used to both like both sides. And the whole time you got music playing? The whole time it's just me locked in. Like there's no music. No music. No music at all. Once, once I'm on the field, there's no music. You're just locked. Yep. All right. So now, obviously, the natural question is who's on the playlist? Right. Oh. <laughs> Um, that new young thug dropped recently. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I listened to it. It was all right. It was all right. It wasn't his best. It wasn't his best. It wasn't his best. I do like Gunner's new album. Okay. So okay. That's, that's going to be on there. Yeah. Rave reviews. Um, rave reviews. Yes, sir. Yeah. What so up? Questionable reviews. Yeah, I mean. I don't care about none of that stuff. If it's good I mean, music, hey, it's look, good music, bro. Yeah, I don't care sure. about any of that. Exactly. Stuff. exactly. Um, yeah. As long as it bangs, right? Like, that's yeah. all you need, man. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be that. Um, I feel like you like Morgan Wallen. I feel like you like a couple of those. Not a country guy. You're not that guy. He's not really. He, the shit he has out right now isn't so so country. It's not the traditional country that we know. I get it. Yeah. It's a little more hip hop to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But they've always rhymed. No, no, no. It's not a, like it's rhyme, rhyme. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a different feel. It's it different is feel. a different. So mainly hip hop in your playlist. Yeah, he's got some reggaeton in there, dog. He was raised in Miami for sure. You got some reggaeton in there, dog. Some bad buddy. Really? Yeah. That's nice. That's a. Bad part. Nah, Ooh, it's not bad, bro. It's not bad at all, dog. I mean, uh, classic hip hop. Any any old school hip hop? I in mean, there? I, I do have got some throwbacks. So, what's a throwback for you? Like, yeah, I'm, see, you're way younger than me, dog. So I'm interested to, sit, to know what the throwback is. I think my oldest throwback song is probably like '90s. Okay, all right, that's like, fine. Okay, I'm that's not fine. listening to okay. like is the hip. Nah, that's right. Yeah, yeah right. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, but usually it's like like early 2000s. So I'm born to the fifty the fifty so cent era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, so that's my type of throwbacks. I, I can um, hear that. I can hear that. But um, yeah, honestly, it's, it's usually that, and or honestly, I've actually like gotten into like, I guess you could say like reggae. Yes, you could say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was listening like, to some Buju Bontan. I, I, I got a couple like like four or five songs there, and I'm like, I kind of like this because it's yeah, just, man, it's nice. It's a different, it's a different hip hop style, I think, right? Because it's not really hip hop, but it has like those those drums yeah, that that, that get you like exactly. more activated. Yeah, it's that yeah. island feel, and then plus, you know, it's kind of like English, but it's not. So it's like, what right. are they, I don't know what right. they're saying. <laughs> But yeah, it there's sounds a, there's cool. A, there's a lot more island music now on the radio. And like, you look at my playlist, I like, I'll have everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Country, I'll have hip hop, I'll have Spanish reggaeton, I'll have yep. house music. I have a little bit of everything. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just a matter of whatever gets you feeling good, man. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, you know, whatever gets you feeling right. Absolutely. So, but interesting that the whole time that you're out there, you're just locked. You're not listening to anything because I, I can see that because when you're out kicking, in the moment, you don't have headphones on, so yeah, you want to have the elements of the stadium and taking everything mm-hmm. in and just kind of be with your own thoughts, right? Yep, pretty much. Um, like, because like usually I come out like with my helmet on, and it's like I don't want, like I'm not gonna wear AirPods or something nah. like, with my helmet on. So why why have that out when I'm just like when I'm trying to lock in and warm up for a game? So right. I, I try to just mimic how it'd be in the game. 
That's awesome, man. I mean, again, I feel like we're getting a lot of insight that people I got, don't. I got tons of questions. That, that, <laughs> we don't have tons. that much time, though. We don't <laughs> have that much time. Questions. We don't have that much time. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's just inter interesting to know like. The, the different ways that football happens because mm -hmm. it's such a big game. Obviously, it's the world's most second popular game, right? Especially yeah. in America, number one. But there's so many different elements to it, right? That it, once you learn about it, it's like, yo, now every time I watch a game, mm -hmm. I'm looking for that, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, I want to get a little bit away from football because obviously you were born, uh, pretty much raised here in Miami, like you said earlier. Yeah. You're into the cars. I see you tatted up. <laughs> Like, you definitely got the Miami vibe, for sure. <laughs> when it's not football, what do you like to do? Um, honestly, just I, I play play FIFA with oh, my brother. That's one, okay. one thing. Who's uh, your team, dog? I got to know. Wait, hold on. Madrid. Before that. Oh, oh Madrid? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Damn, that's a problem. I'm a Chelsea fan, dog. PS5 or Xbox, dog? PS5. All right. All right. All right. Cool, 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 What's up? No, nah, no, nah, we gotta get it. We gotta get it. We gotta get it. I play a lot of FIFA, dog. Don't tell my wife. She'll fucking. I mean, don't. No, she don't. knows, but it's, it's, it's starting to become a problem. You know what I mean? It's starting hey, to become a problem. Me too. I got, I got in trouble with her. So. <laughs> hey, I, I understand the pain. I understand the pain, man. I understand the pain. Um, man, let, let's let's talk a little bit about cars, bro. What was your first car when you got here? You know, obviously, not when you got here, but once you were able to get a car, what was your first car? Uh, it was a Mustang EcoBoost. The blue one that you were showing me. No, that, that, that was my second car. Okay. Yeah, so my first one, um, so I had a Mustang EcoBoost. Fortunately, I got T-boned. Oh, Miami uh, drivers, dog. Like, Miami like, drivers. And then, uh, fortunately, was able to buy myself a, a 2022 Mustang GT. Um, she was nice. It was. It was a grabber blue. I, I love that color. What was nice? What happened to it? Yeah, uh, hydroplane <laughs> on the highway. Uh, oh it's, it was, I mean, I couldn't really do anything. It was just, oh, yeah, yeah. on the highway, normal, I was just chilling, and then all of a sudden, things happened. And Thankfully, then, you didn't hit nobody, nothing yeah, happened. No, it, just the car anything. got messed up. Car got messed up. Um, I was able to, like, they totaled it because it had firewall damage, and I was like... Uh, it, it hurt me because I had like starlights in it. I did a yeah. couple of things. And I'm like, uh, to it. That, that that hurt me. Yeah. Um, but then again, fortunately, um, <laughs> now you got a 2023. No, I actually uh -huh. I have a 2016 Mercedes C63 S. Okay, it's a fast so, car, dog. I yeah, it can, it can it, get it. It, yeah, it picks it up quick. You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. have that top end speed, but it definitely like goes it's zero got both. pretty quick. I got dog. I got it tuned. Okay, um, okay. I got a stage two tuned uh, straight pipes. So it's very loud um but i don't i don't really speed or, or anything like that because nah, too many people out I, there bro. yeah like i i like the car like if i want to go fast i go to a track right where it's safe and i know there's people there like in case anything happens but on the street just nah I don't, it's not worth it dog. you yeah, gotta take care of the car you, yeah you gotta avoid take care of the, not, not even the car like the car is fixable like right for yeah, sure if yeah. i'm in the car yeah like, yeah me and my girlfriend sure. in the car like i'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta be. You gotta keep your head on the swivel out here, in Miami. Absolutely, you, know? yeah. you gotta play aggressive driving out here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I wanted to ask you. You know, when you do start your exotic car rental business, because I got no doubt that you're gonna be able to achieve that, brother. Yeah. Um, what would be the two cars that you would start off with? Uh, are you a Lambo guy? Are you a Porsche guy? I'd honestly probably go with like, probably start off 
like the location here in Miami. No, that, for sure. That's first, because this is a big tourist spot, you know. For sure. People want to come down here and get an exotic car for like two days. Right. Um, I'll start with like a Lamborghini uh, Huracan. That's, that's one. Mm, okay. That's standard. standard. Yeah, this is the standard. I, right. I, might, I might get a spider just so right. they can drop the top, you know, in the sun. That makes things different. Yep. But then I'd probably get a Porsche GT3 RS. Mm. Damn, dog. You see, that's a race car right there, dog. Yeah, that's a my, real race car right I there. Was, when I was in uh, high school, I used to go to school in downtown. There was a dude, same spot, every day in this parking lot. It was a different car. There was a variety of them. He had a Range Rover. Uh, he had a Benz, a 550. Uh, he had a McLaren SLR. That's a clean car. Um, but my favorite one of them all was a lime green GT3 RS that he had, mm-hmm. man. When I saw that, I was like, oh, he's ready to party. We should be like on Friday. So yeah. Like, this dude's ready to party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, he's trying nah. to press the girl yeah. and pull up and be like, <laughs> I bet you see one of these, baby. That car is on another planet. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that, that's that's my dream car. That's Hell something yeah. I'm You got some good taste. That's some good taste right there, brother, yeah. because it's such a, like, off the rip, it's such mm-hmm. a, a Appealing car, you know what I mean? Like, and like the, the good name doesn't like depreciate, like, it every year, yeah. like, it doesn't lose value, yeah, since yeah. it's like such an iconic car, right? And they only make so many of them, so right. it, and it, like, in my opinion, uh, I think it's a good investment because it's sure. like, let's say later on, like, I'll be old, I'll still have it there, yeah, that's always, I mean, it's always gonna be debatable, uh, but yes, I understand what you're saying, they're gonna but, maintain their, their value more so than other vehicles, yeah, than other cars in the market, yeah, absolutely, just because of what they are, and especially if you can maintain it, right? Because, like, um, mm. Jay Leto, Jay Leno, that guy has a fucking two oh. hangers full of cars, yeah, and, yeah. and they're probably estimated like close to over like no, he has 50 a, million dollars almost, no, you know what I mean? 100 million dollars, it has to be because he has a ridiculous car collection and he keeps a lot of them. Maintain. He drives them every now and then, or yeah. start them and shit. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the type of things you can do with that that type of car, the nine twenty three, and just really extend the life of the car, right? And keep yeah. that value up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some good good selections, dog. Because again, it's not things that you'll normally see every day on the street. Yeah. You know, what I mean? yeah. not everybody's driving around with a yeah, fucking. The, the wild thing to me was head, to, right? <laughs> when I found out that the the the, the best selling Porsche that they have is the either the Panamera or the Cayenne. Yeah, one, yeah. one mm-hmm. of those two is the best selling one that they. Have. I think it's the SUV. Yeah, the, 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 Panamera, the Panamera is, a, is the, the long body. That's like the hybrid one. I think the other one, like the SUV, is their best-selling car, which yeah, is I, why... I might, I might get them. Yeah, yeah. the Panamera was the long car. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that yeah. one has like car. the big roof. The, real, the roof that's like a hatchback roof. almost. Right. Yeah. And then the other ones uh, are like the SUV. They have like a couple different, like a Macan, and they have a Cayenne or whatever. Mm-hmm. All of those are like their, the best-selling car. Like that's mm-hmm. lifted on Porsche for them to be able to do other stuff with like the GTRSs and all that. But I mean, it's just wild that those cars even come stock like that, dog. You know? No, yeah, it's just crazy. Like even the new, uh, I don't even know they call it new Hellcat. Oh yeah, from Dodge. The, yeah, the, the new one. It comes they're out not, the gate not, like six hundred horsepower. Yeah. yeah, you gotta sign like waivers and shit. Yeah, yeah dog, six hundred horsepower off the rip, dog. No, more than no that. I think it's, it's like nine hundred. I thought it was like a thousand. Yeah, it's thousand like something, like that. something like it's that. Not street Get out of here, dog. Like, it's just it's like you can't just give anybody the keys like, from that. Dog. From factory, you're, you're running eight and a quarter mile. That's like, wild, wild, man. That's wild that you can get that. I, I wouldn't even want to drive that, bro. That'd yeah. be too much power for me. Like I don't even know what to do with that. For sure, you yeah. know what I mean. Like a trained professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that. Have you man. driven any wild like cars? Like done the Vegas experience on the track and uh, all that stuff? Because or? we've seen you at the car meets and stuff like that, and that's just always bringing out those exact type of. Yeah, no, I haven't gone to anything like that, but I have driven. My friend's uh, McLaren, I think it was a 720S. Nice. Um, he let me drive it, and I was, that's that's a different type of, like, fast. 
Because yeah. that, like, it, it honestly made me feel like I was going to vomit mm. of how fast it just, like, just went. The pull, like the G-force yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and, like, I always, obviously wasn't used to that, so I didn't. I was like, yeah. wow. Slow this down <laughs> yeah, I was like, right, slow this down. Like, it's not my car, bro. It's not my car. It's not my car. It's not my car. I'm going to pull him. Let me, let me break it down. You never want to be that guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Never. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, I think... You know, I'm, I'm glad that you gave us the opportunity to do this type of interview, bro, because, uh, A, it also it brings people into the world of guys like yourself who don't get that much, you know, yep. love, except when, when you make the game winners, yep, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it lets people know, you know, the type of hard work and the type of focus and dedication you got to have to this craft, you know what I'm saying? It's like yep. you say, you probably only get one shot a game, and it's yeah. usually going to be the big shot. Yep. Um, you know, uh, you're an amazing, cool dude, dog, like, you're very down to earth like joel said dog appreciate it. love the chill vibes bro and 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 i can see why you're so successful on the field man um you got that 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 quiet swagger dog you know what i mean yeah sometimes, and, sometimes nah, man i'm a little I think, loud sometimes nah, you, i mean but you know <laughs> what dog, the right situation you gotta oh, celebrate yeah, the achievements too right you yeah. can't just be too mm-hmm. humble you gotta let them know yeah. who they're dealing with yeah that's right <laughs> lay it out there hey i got a question but i know you're it sounds like you're kind of wrapping up which i'm all for but i have one more question for you about uh some, in regards to your locker room, your guys' locker room. Yeah. Did you guys get a renovated locker room in the recent last couple of years or yeah, so? Yeah, we did last year. Last the year, Rock helped out, yeah, right? Like sure. he donated year. a bunch of stuff from Dwayne, like Under It's Armour. like the Dwayne Johnson Fitness Center now or something like that. The Rock. Uh, it, it's still like Dwayne the Rock Johnson locker room. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah. Dope. All right. So talk to me about that. Like the new locker room. How's that looking? Um, it is awesome. I mean, I, I I personally like it. I know they're they already. Uh, uh, confirmed or accepted the the new plans for like the whole new facility. Dope. Um, so I, I think they said that's going to be done in like 2026, maybe 2026. Adding adding more facilities to yeah, the like, like new training a, center, a, a whole, like a, a whole building. A whole building. Much. I think it's like just for football or some something like that. Dope. Um, but th- this new locker room, I, I I like it. I mean, they got like our pictures up with our name and number. Um, the seats reclined, so you can take a little nap if you want to. Bro, it, lo- it looked dope in the videos that I saw that the, the, the Hurricane social media mm-hmm. posted. It, it looked lavish. Yeah, it, it is. It is. All right, all right, good, good. good. Better, like it. It's an upgrade from the, the previous one. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. It, was, it was due for, for an update. Yeah. All right, who are the DJs in the locker room? I know it ain't just one. It's just a couple. Some of them suck. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> you know I'll who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who you are. You got to give me. Nah, yeah, yeah, but they know who they are. Who are the good ones? The good ones, I'll probably give it to, like, James. James Williams. He, okay. He, he, puts, he puts some nice. Okay. Some cool. Um, I don't know who plays it, but some somebody played, like, just straight Bob Marley. All at day? like six in the morning. All and day? I'm like, not all day, but like right Got before. It. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I like it. Too mellow. Like, too mellow for you. Yeah, like it, it's six in the morning. You got to like. You got to wake me up. up. You got to wake me up. That, that's why I like James. Like in the morning, he's a yeah, big young boy fan. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's he's real hype. That get you hype. I'm like, all right. like this, Let's this, go. This is nice. <laughs> you got to be careful. Though. Too much young boy early in the morning. You might want to punch somebody, smoke a cigarette right after. Maybe. Maybe. It's an entire cigarette in one drag. In one drag. Boom. Yeah, yeah, awesome. but but you know what? You need that type of energy in the locker room, dog. If especially yeah, if you're yeah. working out at six a.m. on a Wednesday and going to war, man. Football is war, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's practice your game, bro. It's a war. Yeah, it ain't easy, dog. It definitely mm-hmm. ain't easy. Man. So James Williams got the tunes. He got the best. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give it to him. All right. So who's, sure. who's the funniest dude in the locker room? Funniest? Ooh, 
Got a couple. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Who's your top three? Top three. Funny, um, I think man, it's, it's, it's a lot. Of, <laughs> uh, we got we got to do mean, a comedy I, jam. I, I'll maybe give it, maybe do a stand up night. A little right, hurricane football stand up stand up night. That'll be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can host it, dog. You know, we'll it talk here. about it later. We'll talk about it here at Empire. Yeah, yeah. I I'll give it to Cam Kitchens. Okay, he's, he's a. He's that's, such a hard hitter a too, though. You would think yeah, that. That's clown. a character. Yeah, he dog. looks like what? Well, he looks like he's, yeah. he's a clown. Like, right. like you know, funny, funny yeah, dude. Nah, like, I mean, you have to be. Dog. Like he, like when he's on the field, like he flips a switch. So it's Completely. like in the locker room, he's missile. just like goofing around. But like when, once it's time to work, like he's he's dead set on it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So I get a so Cam. I'll get, I'll give him one. Okay. All right. Congrats, kids. Um, Congrats. Funniest dude on the, the current team. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Two, I'll give it to. So walk on, uh, Yayi, Yayi Banje. Okay, you know? a lot of people don't know his name, yeah, but, I'm sorry, but, I'm you will. Hey, but you but will. You will. He's funny. Um, it's just, it's, it's just like him being him is just funny. That's dope. So you know those type of people, they're just. Not intentionally trying to be funny. Yeah, but like even, they even say. when they're trying to be serious, it's, yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. You can't help yeah, but laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I give it to him. That, that's my little rack partner. So, that's awesome. So he, we we work out together. Um, and then third, uh, I'll give it to Isaiah Isaiah Horton. Okay. Him him and X. That 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 little pair. Is, yeah. Just stay away from those guys if you if you're trying to have a calm day, right? Well, they just rank on people like they go back yeah. and forth. Yeah, all day. Tag team yeah. and like X's locker is right in front of mine. So like whenever they start, I'm, I just tag along. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, like, who, who we got today? Like better than that me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't want that turned on. <laughs> you earned that one quick. It was like you probably oh, yeah. got the first burn. You're like never again. Yeah. yeah. Nah, they they haven't they haven't tried me. Okay. Okay. You know, so I'm I'm kind of just the one that's just there. You're just laying in the cut. I'm you can't there. mess with the kicker either, dog. You exactly. know what I mean? He's the cool guy in the him. back. Like, yo, Andy, what up, bro? What's up? Nah, I'm good right here, man. But yeah, yeah, either way, I'm, I'm, you can't mess with the kicker, man. Yeah, we need I'm, you, bro. <laughs> we need you to be in the right mind. We can't have anybody messing with this dude. Like, sure. <laughs> we need this guy to, you know. Protect him at all right costs. We got to protect yeah. this guy at all costs, for sure, <laughs> for man. For sure, man. For sure. Um, yeah, man, I think we got to wrap it up, dog. We've been, I don't want to take up too much of your time, Andy, dog. Like right. I said, uh, Jawad and I are extremely um, appreciative of you making the time. I know you got yeah, a man, busy this was, schedule. This was really fun. Yeah, we had a great time, man. And um, let the people know where they can follow you on Instagram so they can check you out doing your thing and posting up those videos of you hitting those secret 58 yarders that nobody wants to know about. I think it was 60. I'm not <laughs> See, I told you he's got it in the bag. <laughs> um, but yeah, you follow me at uh, no limit dot Andy. Um, that's on Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's Borgalis underscore Andy. So just don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, man, don't get, don't get it twisted, man. Yeah. This is Andy Borgalis, y'all. Kick it for the UM football team. We had a great time. I hope you guys had a great time. You know what to do. You got to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell another friend. To tell everybody they know. To tell one more friend, especially a UM fan. We were kicking it with Andy. We had a great time. So if you like it, you know what to do. Hit the like button. Drop a comment. And until next time, y'all, peace. peace.